Welcome to the podcast. Uh, today we try to figure out how quickly uh, is you know how long is going to take until we can just knock down Ru- Mount Rushmore. I feel like that's right around the corner. We get into all the details and all the statues coming down everywhere because that's apparently America uh, today. We talked to Senator Tom Cotton, who comes on the show to talk about how we're going to stop that from happening. Uh, also, Gad Sad, who's really interesting, tells some amazing stories about the mindset that encourages a world like we're dealing with right now. Uh, we talked to a, a meme maker who has just been banned from all of social media, uh, targeted because I guess he's supporting the president a little bit too much. And the same thing goes with Gavin McInnes, who's also been banned from social media. Wild show today. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn for uh, 10 bucks off, or you can use the promo code Fight the Mob for 20 bucks off. Which one are you going to choose? I don't know. It's a tough decision. Do you, would you rather save more money or less money? That one's kind of up to you. You can go to uh, blazetv.com slash Glenn to get that. Uh, and um, there's back to back tonight. Stu does America. Tonight, Stu does nooses. Uh, if you're worried about garage handles all over the country, you're going to want to see that show uh, right into Glenn's big special on big tech tonight. You're not going to want to miss that. Subscribe to this podcast, rate and review it as well. Five stars. All the Studios America episodes are available for free on podcasts as well. If you want to subscribe to that, here's the podcast. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. Well, hello, America. <laughs> Let's see. What do we have today? Uh, oh, uh, my prediction about Mount Rushmore is coming up in just a second. Uh, we've got an emancipation uh, statue of Abraham Lincoln that they're they're threatening to tear down, I think, this hour or next hour. We'll see how that goes uh, because, well, I'll tell you about that here in uh, just a second. Also, Penny Lane. You know the song Penny Lane da, 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 from the Beatles? Racist. And you white people, you know it was racist. Um, we we also have an apology from Jimmy Kimmel, which didn't sound like an apology. Sounded more like pointing out that you're a racist. <laughs> I, I just love it. Also, Tom Cotton is going to be joining us. Gad Sad and Gavin McInnes, all on today's radio program. We begin in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Oh, my. I want to tell you about Keith. He lives in Washington. Literally. He's literally kicking butt and taking names for decades. He runs a family martial arts studio, teaches karate classes. All Karate. Is he... Oh, my gosh. He is appropriating somebody else's culture. How is Keith qualified, really, to teach karate? I don't know. It's a different story. Anyway, he started climbing up into his 50s, and he started to feel like his body was beginning to wear out. He thought he might even have to give up on his passion. Well, he'd been hearing about Relief Factor on the radio, and finally he acted on it. Keith, <laughs> it was exactly the same, except it was... It was my company. It was it was advertised on the Blaze, and I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I finally did the same thing that Keith did. He had nothing else to lose. He might as well give it a try, and you know how the story ends. Keith got his life back, and he's kicking butt again. If you happen to walk by his studio one of these days, you're going to see him teaching the next generation of how to kick butt and take names. It's 
Relief Factor. It's not a drug. It was developed by doctors. 70% of the people who try Relief Factor go on to buy more because it works. So go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. It's relieffactor.com. 800-500-8384. All right. President Trump called on Congress to act last night after protesters in Washington, D.C. were seen burning an American flag. Oh, I know this makes me really, really unpopular, but I have to say it. You have a right to burn the flag. Remember, all of this flag-burning nonsense started with Woodrow Wilson! It was Wilson that started all of this. Wilson was the one that enacted all of the flag restrictions. He was the one. And why did he do it? To make sure we all fell in line. We didn't have, you could organize the stars any way you wanted, any way you wanted. You could, back before Woodrow Wilson, you could have put the stars in the shape of GBTV or LGBTV, LGBTQ, whatever that is. You could arrange them any way you wanted. And it was fine. And nobody would have been offended. You know why? Because the flag is just a flag. Yes, people have died for the flag, but not really. They died for the principles, and the principles are freedom of speech, freedom of expression. You, The, the flag-burning nonsense just drives me out of my mind. Anyway, <sighs> I think you're wrong to do it. I think you're, you're, you're ridiculous to do it, but you have a right to do it. So he said yesterday they should be stopped burning the flag. Well, no, but here's where they should be stopped. Protesters pledged to tear down Lincoln's Emancipation Memorial in the Capitol. And they couldn't do it yesterday, and so they said they were coming to topple it on Thursday night, right? Yeah. They're going to come back Thursday night. It's 7 p.m., um, they given the time and everything, so this one should be a little, a little easy to stop. <laughs> Yeah, it should be good. All right. So now this is a 150 year old statue. It is a statue of Abraham Lincoln and uh, kneeling down by him is our our African slaves. Mm, My gosh. Mm, My gosh. Well, the, the chains are broken, you see. And and yet that damn Abraham Lincoln forced them to get down on their knees and worship him or the statue just represents a group of people who were very grateful for him it was enacted and and erected 11 years to the day of his death okay the guy was assassinated for doing what he felt was right abolishing slavery okay all right so now they say you can't have the African American subservient to uh, the, uh, the President Abraham Lincoln, and the people who made the statue just didn't listen to African Americans. The only problem is it was commissioned by former slaves and paid for by former slaves. Oh my gosh, I can't take it. The first $5 for that statue actually came from a woman who was a slave, then freed 
then got a job. And she took the first $5 she earned and put it towards a statue and suggested that others do the same. And they did. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so they tried to take it down yesterday. Um, A black woman was there in the crowd, and she was saying, what are you doing? You're wrong about Abraham Lincoln. You're wrong about this. Well, the crowd shouted back, even Frederick Douglass had a problem with this statue. Oh, really? We're listening to Frederick Douglass now, are we? Now is the time when we're listening. Frederick Douglass, the guy who said the Constitution and the Declaration were the most powerful uh, anti-slavery documents and abolitionist documents ever created. We're listening to him now. Okay. All right. I just wanted, just wanted to make sure. So uh, they said, the group said, we'll be back on Thursday night at 7 o'clock. Don't miss must-see TV, 7 p.m., only on CNN. We want this statue gone. And also, and I'm quoting, we're not seeking any relationship with the police. In order to change, we do so by any means necessary. If you want a revolution, it won't happen by being peaceful. Wow. Well, don't forget, this is a largely peaceful group, a poetry group. They were writing poetry most of the day, and then they also issued that. But out of all the words they said that day, like, hey, let's go to the park. Yes, some of them were violent, but most of the words they used, like, did you bring your gun? Did you bring your rope to tear it down? Those were largely peaceful words. Okay, so we have that. Now, let me ask you a question. Abraham Lincoln was evil. Stu, can you help me out with this, right? Sure, yeah. Abraham Lincoln was evil. Okay, he was? Thomas Jefferson. Okay. No, no, I'm just just in today's newspeak, Mm -hmm. okay? Right? Abraham Lincoln was evil. George Washington was evil. Hmm. Thomas Jefferson was evil. And Theodore Roosevelt was evil. Correct. We I, can't have those statues anymore. That is certainly the the right, okay. the will of the people. That's the apparently. thinking of the day. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, will of the people. <laughs> okay. You know what those four people have in common? They're the faces on Mount Rushmore. <laughs> on Mount Rushmore. So are we going to blow up Mount Rushmore now too? America, do you not see what's happening? They are erasing everything about us. They are erasing everything. And who's doing it? Who's doing it? Well, let me give you a couple of let me give you a couple of ideas. They're in New York at the statue of Teddy Roosevelt. Now, it's not Teddy Roosevelt that they have a problem with. No, no, no. They don't have a bit because remember, he started the Progressive Party. Okay, he was the one who said, you know, we don't let imbeciles just breed. I mean, and I'm quoting our even our own farmers know if you've got cattle, you just don't let the cattle breed with any other cow. So why would we do that with our people? (laughs) I love him. Anyway, 
Teddy Roosevelt has a statue in front of the Museum of uh, Natural History. And because uh, he was a nature lover, you know, and he loved toying with nature, as I just pointed out. But the problem is, is that Teddy Roosevelt is on his on his noble steed and there are Indians standing next to the horse. Yes, Native Americans, Native Americans standing next to the horse. Their head. I saw the king and I. Why your head not my height? Why you why you always put your head above mine? I saw the king and I. I know how it works. Why are those Indians' heads lower than Teddy Roosevelt's? Lower than Abraham Lincoln? Oh, <laughs> we know why. So they're taking that down. And, of course, Bloomberg is uh, is all over this. Over the last few weeks, I'm quoting, our museum community has been profoundly moved by the ever-widening movement for racial justice that has emerged after the killing of George Floyd, we have watched as attention of the world and the country has increasingly turned to statues as powerful and hurtful system symbols of systematic racism. Can I tell you something? I have been so hurt and oppressed by some of these powerful statues. Oh my gosh, I, I just... Sometimes I cry myself to sleep on what those statues and how those statues are oppressing me. I, I could have been somebody. I could have been a contender. But no, no, the statues that dot this evil, racist land have been oppressing me like crazy. The deeply decisive, uh, divisive deposing of our beloved statue, which came under criticism for its problematic depiction of Native American and an African man flanking Teddy Roosevelt astride on horseback, has raised objections from all over the country. So, Teddy Roosevelt. Why Teddy Roosevelt? Well, let's look at who's on the storied museum's board of directors. First, we find... oh. Tina Fey. Tina Fey. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Tina Fey, right? I mean, she's never done any. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. T Tina Fey. Does, didn't she produce 30 Rocks, too? What was the story hmm. about 30 Rock just this week? I'm trying to remember. Oh, uh, it's a pretty good one. Well, it was, it was multiple shows with Tina Fey, but 30, there were 30 Rock. There was a lot of blackface in it. They used blackface. They had ah, to pull the, story, the episodes okay. out of the series because okay. there was blackface utilized she also uh okay. used asian stereotypes throughout her shows that people are upset about okay uh, over and okay. over again but you know all right no she big also deal. she also in 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 uh mean girls uh she was making fun of uh gay men too right i think mm. so okay all right so all right well let's dismiss tina fey from nbc okay the next one on the board is um oh my gosh tom brokaw who is also from, um, didn't he work at, uh, oh, NBC, NBC, that's right. So um, Tom Brokaw is on the board, and, he, you know, Tom Brokaw, he has no problems, except for the two former NBC colleagues who have uh, accused him of sexual harassment. But other than that, and that, you know what, NBC is the kind of company that gets to the bottom of those kinds of accusations. Ooh, did I just say bottom NBC? Uh, then, uh, of course, also on the board is, wow, now this is a coincidence, Lorne Michaels. 
another guy from NBC. <laughs> wow. And then, of course, you have the ever normal, everyday housewife, uh, Jackie Bezos, uh, Jeff Bezos' mom. So we know she's got some, you know, real understanding of oppression. Uh, then, of course, they have the corporate patrons, which, uh, oh, Michael Bloomberg. Uh, then Goldman Sachs. Uh, and um, who else? Anybody else? Oh, oh, oh. Um, and also uh, part of the consulting team now is um, uh, Shirlane McRae. You know, it may, if she would have taken her husband's name, you'd know her. Uh, she's the wife of Bill de Blasio. Uh, but she didn't take. I mean, she's not going to be held down by a man. Now, Bill de Blasio, as you know, loves this nation. And Shirlane McRae, she has been tasked now by Bill de Blasio with deciding the fate of structures honoring historic figures tainted by slavery, including George Washington and Thomas Jefferson. She's part of a new commission on racial justice and reconciliation. So, um, and she's already started. I mean, she got rid of the, um, oh, the uh, uh, Mother Cabrini statue. I mean, you know, the the... The the saint, Saint Cabrini, uh, she was uh, she was passed over for a statue in uh, Central Park um, because uh, they needed <clears throat> they needed uh, Dr. Helen Trias uh, to have a statue. And you say to yourself, OK, Cabrini over Dr. Tr Trias. Um, Glenn, just remind me who Dr. Trias is. <laughs> I know you're not saying that, but I'm sure some of the racists are saying that in this audience. Of course, we all know she's a Latina or a Latink, as they're now supposed to be called, um, and desegregation activist. She was also an LGBTQ advocate um, uh, and, 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 a, and a trans woman. So you don't have the saint, but you do have uh, Dr. Trans, uh, which I think is really super special and exactly where this nation should be headed don't you think seriously i think it all makes sense i'm just practicing i'm just practicing did it sound like i meant that Stu? oh it sounded almost too sincere glenn almost too okay because when i'm getting the when i'm getting the electric shocks uh i just want to be able to say no i believe that no yes that's right and just to make the electric shocks uh stop it's part of your role uh, just as a one good more citizen <clears throat> Thank you. Just one more uh, note. This one from the Federalist this morning. There's a great op-ed in the uh, Federalist. Uh, of course, we don't read the Federalist because Google says that they're evil. Um, but uh, they pointed out in history the um, the that every time the nation pulls down statues and they go through this, uh, the next thing is uh, people that they just start shooting people. Uh, but don't worry, it's, it's only happened every time in human history. When you start pulling down statues, that's never enough. After you pull down the statues, you have to kill people, which is really weird uh, because it follows two things, my um, suggest, shove, and shoot 
theory. We're now in the shove period and about to go into the shoot. And also a prediction that I said when the summer of rage happens, which I think we're in, um, you'll start to see 1968 events happening like assassinations and, and shootings. So I can't wait. Even more good news for you. There will be more Americans that will will die. Uh, and uh, that's got to be a good thing, right? Uh, yes, absolutely a good thing. Na, 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 na. You know the time you take to spend with your family is the most important time that you can spend. Lately, I've been out with the kids, out in the back deck. We've been grilling, just cooking for the family. Maybe a few small gatherings here and there. But it gets us out of the house, gets us breathing fresh air. We're actually spending enjoyable, quality time together. My son and I can actually prepare the meal without burning it. It's great. We're actually spending enjoyable, quality time together and cooking on a Rectech grill, which is the champion of smart grills. It's smart, sturdy, and the things that we cook come out perfect which is unusual for me and that's because it uses smart grill technology it allows for an even heat you can't go wrong Rectech makes a quality grill for quality meals and the last grill you're ever going to want to buy summer is here and it's just started it's time to get a Rectech do the research people in the know choose Rectech Rectech far and away the best bang for your buck Rectech build by grillers for grillers RectechGrills.com that's R-E-C-T-E-C grills with an S dot com This is the best of the Glenn Beck program, and we really want to thank you for listening. Uh, we have Tom Cotton with us now. Senator, how are you, sir? Hey, hey, Glenn. It's good to be on with you. Thank you. Uh, so uh, can you tell me if anybody's going to start standing up and defending our nation, defending our, our heritage, our statues, uh, and actually start prosecuting crimes is anybody gonna do that tom anybody well glenn glenn i I certainly hope so uh and i've been ringing this alarm now for two weeks about the risk of simply ignoring these mobs or pretending they're going to go away um you saw what happens when you give them an inch they will take a mile and uh, that's why i spoke to the president earlier this week and encouraged him that uh we should seek charges from the Department of Justice under the Veterans Memorial Preservation Act for any statue that falls in that. And there couldn't be a more open, clear-cut case than what you saw Monday night, the Andrew Jackson statue in Lafayette Park. That's Andrew Jackson in his military uniform on horseback on federal property. That is a open and shut, clear-cut case that uh, could face up to 10 years in prison. Um, there's other why, why do we, wait, 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 wait. Wait, Senator, I'm sorry to interrupt. I don't understand, and I don't think the American people understand. Who gives a flying crap if he's in his uniform or not? I personally hate Andrew Jackson. I think he was an awful, awful president. But that is a statue about our history, and it is something that the American people paid for and uh, and erected. You want to change it, then you have to go through the proper channels. I don't care what that statue is, we don't pull them down. Why do we need to have just certain statues that are on certain property? Why do we? Why aren't all people who are defacing and pulling down statues of anyone, why are they not being prosecuted? Glenn, I, I couldn't agree more, and this is the point I've been making about the line between mob rule and the rule of law. We cannot tolerate this kind of mob violence. Now, unfortunately, 
a lot of local authorities who should be protecting every statue, every piece of property in their communities, and who should be prosecuting anyone who does it are simply not doing so. Look at what's happening in San Francisco or in Portland or in Seattle. Um, Now, if they're not going to do that, the Department of Justice should do it. The Department of Justice has to have legal grounds to prosecute those matters. The Veterans Memorial uh, Preservation Act is one. The Anti-Riot Act is another. There may be other grounds, too. Um, But if the local authorities that are responsible for protecting property in their communities from these mobs are not going to do so, I call upon the Department of Justice to do that. And that's exactly what Donald Trump has said he wants to do as well. Okay, so, Senator, I don't even know where to begin on this. You, I know, and I don't mean to vent at you because I know you're one of them standing up, but uh, those who are not protecting these statues, like de Blasio, et cetera, et cetera, they are in with the intent of the mob to destroy our country. These are Marxists. These are not protesters that are saying, hey, we've got some problems with the police and we need to take care of that. These people are Marxist revolutionaries that are trying to destroy our nation in a very well-financed and coordinated group. I I mean, my staff is doing a uh, we're doing a special tonight on the financing of Black Lives Matter. It is it is absolutely incredible what we found Where is the Department of Justice? Where is anyone that is looking at this coordinated, very well-financed coup on our nation? Yeah, Glenn, I think the Department of Justice is looking at that matter. Uh, Attorney General Barr has said so. But uh, you're right that whenever people are pulling down statues of Washington and Grant, it's not about the Civil War. It's because they hate America. And ultimately... All of these actions go back to that. It's the same spirit that the New York Times played last summer when they published that execrable revisionist history project, the 1619 Project, trying to claim that America is fundamentally and irredeemably racist and cannot be redeemed, uh, when in fact, as you know and your listeners know, America is the noblest nation in the history of mankind, founded on the most fundamental truth of all time, that all men are created equal in the eyes of God. We've struggled to live up to that creed at times, but we do so better than any other people on Earth. Isn't, aren't our schools, uh, do they not fall under federal jurisdiction now that we have these bloated, awful, uh, you know, uh, agencies like the Department of Education? Do, do they not have any pull at all? And is anybody going to pull the 1619 project out of our schools? Because they are teaching that poison in our schools now. Hey, Glenn, you, you can see the consequences of substituting social justice seminars for history uh, on the streets right now. You have these left wing mobs that are defacing statues of abolitionists or African-American regiments that fought on the side of the Union in the Civil War. Um, No school should be teaching something like the 1619 Project, which even far-left liberal historians have denounced as factually error-ridden and slanted and biased. And the author of it, the head of the project, said she would be proud if the cities were burning in the name of the 1619 Project. These people are stated 
enemies of the United States Constitution. And I don't. And it's so it is so clear the the media has always been. Well, do they know? Do they know what they're doing? Well, they just disagree. Well, they're on the side of the Democrats. No, they're not. They are excusing Marxist revolutionaries. They are part of this. You have major, major funding coming from major individuals that is documented online. I don't know how long it takes the FBI, but it only took my staff about two weeks. I don't know how long it takes the FBI or someone to stand up and start telling the truth about what these people are. Black Lives Matter is a group that wants to destroy the United States of America and in their own words, destroy the nuclear family. Well, there couldn't be anything more evil than that. And I just don't hear anybody, anybody. Where are the Republicans? We got you. Where are the Republicans? <laughs> Glenn, I, I can only speak for myself, but I can certainly say that you have me on the line against mob rule and the rule of law in this country. And you're right that the media um, is complicit in the way they fail to cover these stories. Like if you watch CNN or MSNBC, you probably wouldn't even know that rebels, uh, secessionists even, have claimed several city blocks of Seattle as their own for the last week and a half. You wouldn't know that statues of Washington and Grant are being torn down. Every person who commits these acts of vandalism uh, is known as a protester or not what they are, a criminal, a vandal, a vigilante, an outlaw, or what they should be very soon, an inmate. Now, some of that is because the uh, media, in my opinion, use this as a way to criticize Donald Trump and try to defeat him in the fall. And most of the media is obsessed with Trump derangement syndrome. But some of it is also is that the media is increasingly in the hands of these social justice warriors who have gotten into their 30s now and never studied American history or the American Constitution in school or to the extent they did. They were told, as you said, that it was rotten to its core. Senator, I don't mean to uh, I don't want to leave you with the impression that uh, that I am angry with you. I think the American people are hitting a wall and uh, they all are very aware of what is going on. I, I can speak for the people who are actually politically engaged. They know what's going on. And they can now see from the beginning of the Trump administration and the Clinton uh, campaign through Russiagate all the way through to today that this was leading somewhere. They are this is so well thought out. This is not spontaneous. None of this is. And if people don't start to go to jail, we have lost our nation. And the American people seem to have lost their mind, but they're not. They're just waiting for. I don't know what they're waiting for, because I don't think it's coming. But they're waiting for somebody in Washington to start to lead and if they don't, I fear the leaders that will appear. Glenn, uh, you don't have to tell me um, about whether you're angry or not. I know that many American people are angry about the scenes they see playing out, and they share your frustrations and your concerns about the future of our country. And you're right that much of what you see on our streets is the result of a carefully crafted plan to try to fundamentally transform our country. Why, for instance, 
are all these statues being torn down with no legal consequence in San Francisco. It's because San Francisco has a far left radical district attorney, one who is supported by George Soros, George Soros, Soros funded organizations, because they have a specific and well-crafted plan to elect far-left radical lawyers as attorneys all around the country, not to prosecute criminals, but to free criminals and to, in fact, prosecute police officers. Uh, They are turning justice on its head in many of these countries, and that's one reason why you see crime increasing in areas where these prosecutors have been elected that are more concerned about radically transforming the law rather than prosecuting criminals who are a threat to public safety. Um, again, Senator, thank you uh, for coming on. I'm sorry to give you the brunt of it, but it's uh, you're the only one that will come on, quite honestly. And uh, you're a friend uh, and you are a friend of the Constitution. So, again, I apologize for the third time for venting on you, but I appreciate all the work that you're doing. And thank you for actually standing up and, and be willing to even talk to the conservative press. I appreciate it. Thank you. Senator Tom, Senator Tom Cotton, uh, more in just a second. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. Gavin McInnes, the co-founder of Vice Media, censored TV. He is he is also a Canadian comedian. Uh, who founded the Proud Boys and uh, and now is a lifetime suspension from YouTube. Gavin, what? Yes, sir. What this? What this time? What did you? What did you do this time? What did you do? What happened here? All I did was plan a riot and give a website that has three <laughs> AR-15s, and I'm the bad guy. And I'm the bad guy. Okay, but that's planning it is different than actually doing it. We know in Seattle you can actually do it, and that's fine. No, really, what did you do? Um, one of the Proud Boys put up a parlor. It's called a parley. That's their tweet. And it said, uh, yeah. on July 18th, we take back Chaz. That's it, right? So I guess you could say mm-hmm. it's a threat. Um. The mayor saw that, and then, then the, the chairman of the Proud Boys applied for a, 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 a permit to protest within the walls of Chaz. And then she said, all right, that's it. And then at the same time, I was banned from YouTube. The implication being that I'm like this, this, uh, this Rasputin, this, this Zeus, who can command the lightning bolts of Proud Boys to go wherever I want them to, which is absurd. But so she, she canned it, and then I think... YouTube was like, oh, he's promoting hate and violence with that parlor, parlay. Uh, we have to stop him. But the amazing thing about all of this is that was an allusion to the potential of a protest that, in the words, take back, right? Banned instantly. Mm-hmm. Whereas the left, they will ban you if you don't promote violence. There was a guy, this is a great New York <laughs> Mag article out right now, where this elections, this DNC elections analyst pointed out to his group, Hey, guys, I've noticed that when there's violent protests, it actually draws voters away from that party. But when there's peaceful protests, it draws voters towards that party. Fired. He was fired because he was discouraging violence. So, so Gavin, here's, here's my problem on this. First of all, um, that's all that happened. You didn't, you weren't, 
were you on parlor as well going yeah gotta get me some guns were you yeah, any no, not of that, your not much i said it's it's my birthday i turned 50 and i go when i turn 50 we're going to take that chaz from these effing savages oh my gosh oh my gosh and okay so now you right s- is go ahead no no go ahead say it what i always, what always get from the right, right is, is 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 how well you should have known and how dare you talk like that and if we talk a tenth of what they say, we get chastised. It's it's just it's no, this lopsided this lopsided judgment. Like I was on ABC News and she was talking about the OK symbol, and she said some white supremacists use that symbol. And I go, yeah, some white supremacists use toilet paper. The OK symbol means I like triggering the left, and that's true of pretty much everyone on the right, including the baddies on the right. So well, you know that it's it's misinterpreted. So why use it? No. I'm not sitting there on my hands worrying my ass off about how someone could exaggerate a gesture when the right is saying punch a Nazi and a Nazi is anyone who's not radical alt-left. All right. So I agree with you. And and my point on this is uh, that how is it that you were banned? I, I want to say we like to inform you that due to repeated or severe violations of our community guidelines, your YouTube account has been suspended. Uh, content glorifying or inciting violence against another person or group is not allowed on YouTube. We also don't allow any content that encourages hatred of any person or people. We review educational, documentary, artistic, scientific content, case-by-case basis. Limited exceptions are made for content. So you were banned from YouTube for something that you said on Parler. Correct. This is the exact same as Derbyshire who was fired from National Review for something he wrote on Tacky Mag. But that's different than you were informed that you were taken off oh, yeah. of YouTube for their repeated repeated violations on their site. This is new now. This is yeah. this is the mob mentality and it shows that they are they are now monitoring People on all social media, they're looking into other things, not just their content. Now they're looking outside of their content to decide if people are are worthy of being on YouTube. It's China's social credit score. It's also an episode of Black Mirror. And, you know, I was booted out of PayPal for a long, a long time ago because of my association with the Proud Boys. I was buying, like, ashtrays and gun holders on eBay. Uh, I've, I've never done anything remotely weird with PayPal. That's, what, that's the only thing I was using it for, to buy garbage antiques. Uh, but because of other people I'm associated with, I can't have a, a bank account with PayPal. So this, is, this, this getting canceled for associating with the wrong people or being associated with the wrong concept has been going on for a while. It's definitely an overdrive this week with Chaz and everything. Everyone is worried about the feelings of BLM and Antifa right now, and it boggles the mind. I don't get it. So, Gavin, what are you going to do now? Now, Luckily, you have your own site, Censored TV. Um, And so uh, how do you promote that? You have no access to the public square anymore. We have a Parler account. We have a Gab account. We have a Telegram account. I mean... My, the motto of my show is never stop fighting. Get fired, get in trouble, be brave, and never stop fighting. 
So we'll keep chugging along. But uh, the mainstream is totally written off. The moderate right. That's what, this is what drives me crazy. I don't care about homosexuality. I don't care about drugs. The drug war, I think, should be abolished. I'm a pretty liberal dude, but I think the borders should be closed. And I think Antifa are terrorists. And then conservatives should be respected, I mean, protected. We don't go to their things. They come to our things. And we're violent for defending ourselves. Just like they said to the Covington Catholic schoolboy. They said, uh, standing your ground. Don't you think that's a little aggressive? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, um, I saw a, uh, something on HBO. It is, uh, oh, it's that, that book about... It's a book about revisionist history where they where uh, FDR w- uh, loses in 1939 and Charles Lindbergh becomes the president. And uh, have you heard right. about this? OK, yes. it, there's, there's an ep- a few versions of it, too. Yeah, there's an episode, uh, the I think, episode four or something like that, where um, Walter Winchell loses his job because he tells the truth about what's happening to the Jews in America and he decides to run for president. And, uh, I mean, if this isn't exactly what's happening right now, the the pro Lindbergh people show up, the thugs, and they infiltrate the crowd, and they start a fight. The police stand there, do nothing, and the reporters go on the next day and say that Walter Winchell was inciting violence, uh, that this peaceful uh group of people that were just watching uh what was happening off to the side the crowd turned and got ugly and beat them to a pulp the exact opposite of what really happened and it showed that he you know the president Lindbergh in this case had control of the media and there was no way to fight them and and i'll watch that and i'm like how do these people in hollywood make these movies and not notice that they're doing this right now. But this is their M.O. They accuse everyone else of doing what they're doing. You know, you see this with pedophiles, predators. You see this with these closeted gays who, who rail against homosexuality. It's a decoy. And, you know, what was Obama all about during the election? Election meddling. Trump is, is meddling with the election. Meanwhile, he's meddling with the election and spying on Trump and his affiliates. Uh, Antifa, it's, the far left, they talk about violence. All they do is violence. In fact, right now, Antifa is doing exactly what you just said, handing bricks to, to BLM, smashing windows. And the, the news, there's tons of news and, and rumors, and rumors become true in this day and age, that it's secretly Proud Boys in disguise doing it. So they get to do all of this disgusting filth and then just blame the people that are trying to stop them. And that's okay. You know what it is. Radicals have always it's been radical, a, it's, but Go ahead. It, it, it's it's an abusive spouse. That's what it is. That, I mean, that's what an abusive spouse does. Listen to this. Um, this is from the Washington Post. The early June meeting in the cabinet room was intended as a general update on President Donald Trump's reelection. But the president had other topics on his mind. Trump had taken a cognitive screening test as part of his 2018 physical. And now more than two years later, he brought it up in the 10 minute. Ex- uh, the, the, he brought up the 10 minute exam. He waxed on about how dazzled uh, the proctors were with his stellar performance. Uh, he walked into a room of roughly two dozen White House officials and reelection staffers uh, and and uh, and uh, talked about how he was able to repeat five words in order. They talk about how 
he is worried about his own cognitive abilities right now. And, you know, you saw what he was what he did in West Point where he was walking feebly there. They are saying now about him what we all know is happening to Joe Biden every time the press says something or the left says something and they're doing it. Remember when Trump said uh, all men are created equal and you know the thing? Or do you remember when yeah. Trump was talking and he, he sort of trailed off and went, I don't know. Or remember when Trump yeah. grabbed his wife and said it was his sister? Or remember when Trump yeah. went on a 20-minute tangent about <laughs> I mean, his leg hairs? It's crazy. It's crazy, Gavin. It is, it is well, truly an upside-down world. And I think part of, like, who does that kind of stuff? I remember when, when my son... My, my eldest boy was three. He'd, he'd say, can I have the chocolate milk in the backseat? And I go, you're going to spill it. You're going to spill it. And then we'd turn a corner, something spill all over himself, and he'd say to me, see? See? <laughs> right. Like he had warned me. And that's what these radical yeah. leftists, mainstream media, these, these bloggers, all of these underachievers are doing. They're saying, um, what you do doesn't matter. It's your fault. And I think it's because they have this latent insecurity. I, not to get too Freudian here, but this is all daddy issues. What's, smash the patriarchy. What's a patriarch? He's a father. And they, when they're smashing these statues, they don't even know who they are. They just know it seems patriarchal. It seems father-like. So they want to smash it down because their own fathers are disappointed in them for doing nothing with their lives. So instead of self-reflection, instead of trying to improve themselves or accomplish something or have their own legacy that in a one-in-a-billion chance might lead to a statue of them, they just rather tear it down and trivialize the critics, and then they don't seem so crappy about themselves. Mm-hmm. We're really just dealing with a spoiled brat temper tantrum. Gavin McInnes, uh, thank you for being on. Founder of Censored.tv. Uh, make sure you uh, check him out. We don't always agree with each other, but uh, I believe that he has a right to be heard, uh, and I will stand up for his right to be heard every time. Gavin, thank you so much. Na, na, na.